what I want to do. I don't want to go back to Germany. I don't want to really get a job because I know what it's like to do your own thing and to be your own boss. And I talked to a friend who I went to school with, who's from Mexico, and he offered me a job at his creative agency in Cancun. Wow. And I was like, okay, you know what? He could pay me $300 a month and give it, give me a room in his house. And I just was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. So I moved there. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was just another stepping stone. You know, I moved there. I worked with him for five months. It was great. And then had the idea, like, I think I want to create an online course. I don't really like being in an office. I want to help entrepreneurs learn how to manage social media effectively and efficiently. And I started taking some online courses and was just like, you know what? I think I could create an online course. Unbelievable. And so I just kind of started. Hey, I'm Susan Salzman, and this is The Power of the Pivot. I see how a lot of women's roles are shifting in their 40s and 50s, and they are all of a sudden questioning what's next. You will be hearing from women who have changed lanes after 45, and I'm confident that their stories will inspire you to jump off the ledge and do what you're always meant to do. Much of what we talk about covers both the highs and lows of building something from scratch and how getting there was both intentional and accidental. There was no one way to their destination, and I can bet money on it that it will be the same for you. Utilizing my 35 years as a corporate girl turned CEO of my own lifestyle brand, I'm sharing all the do's and don'ts in these candid conversations with creatives, philanthropists, and badass, brilliant powerhouses who have taken their passion and turned it into purpose, and showing you how women your age can build, scale, automate, and monetize your ideas and dreams, and be reminded of what it feels like to fall in love with yourself all over again. My guest today is Carla Biesinger, online course creator who uses the power of Instagram to coach her students into growing their online following by implementing and learning her proven and simple blueprint for growing their audience, even in a crowded and noisy landscape. After launching her very first online platform, Instagram Secrets to Success, in a short five years, she is proud to say that she has built a seven-figure business doing what she loves, helping thousands of women all over the world grow their audience and their business on Instagram and beyond. Her 45,000 plus followers sing her praises. Her program has helped not only me, but my clients as well. And I'm excited for you to get to know Carla on today's episode of the Power of the Pivot podcast. Not only is she an inspiration and a mentor, I can now call her my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome, Carla. I'm so glad to have you here on the show to be here with us and tell your story because this really is all about storytelling and how we're getting from kind of point A to point B and then ultimately point Z. So I'm excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. It's awesome. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, you're a really cool chick. I'm glad that we're doing this together. I have a series of questions that I just start out with and then we're just going to kind of let the conversation roll and evolve. But the first one I like to ask is, what did you want to be when you grew up? You know, I never knew. My dad is a doctor and he always wanted me to become a doctor. And I just knew that that was not going to be it. My brother always knew he was going to become a doctor. And I always envied him for knowing and 
you know, I went to school, I applied to five different things, couldn't be any more different from each other. And I got into business and then that kind of led me to the next thing, but I never knew when I was a little girl. Okay. So is your mom a creative? Cause you're an Uber creative. My mom, she's also in the medical field, but she's definitely creative. She loves to paint and, you know, do like sculptures and all those kinds of things. So I definitely have that from her. Right, right, right. So it was really business school and getting and going to university that inspired a lot of where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when you were growing up or in college, if you worked, you know, during that time, but what was your most favorite professional job? So I worked as a waitress and in cafes during school. And I love that just being with people. It's very different work than what I do today. You know, just being on your feet all day, talking to people, making connections, meeting new people. I absolutely love that. So that's probably where like the little world traveler comes in in you because you, again, I mentioned in the intro that I view you. And again, we're newish friends. So what I perceive is that you're a free spirit, like you're independent and you're, you know, living a beautiful life in Lisbon, but traveling and you've created this freedom for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I would assume that that's kind of where it started for you. It actually started when I was 15. I met a girl in summer camp and she lived in Mexico City. And I somehow convinced my parents that they would let me travel to visit her on my own when I was 15. So I went from, you know, never having left Europe to spending two and a half weeks with her in Mexico, seeing a completely different world and just, you know, a very different perspective on life. And I just remember coming back home and saying to my mom, I don't know what it is about these people, but they just seem so happy. And, you know, I met people there who have very little and compared to the standard of life in Germany, it's a very different story. And yet their life and the way they are is just so much more excited and just friendly and yeah, happy. And Germany is all like, you know, you have everything you want and you can wish for, but everyone is just so structured and just, Live linear. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Very linear. It's interesting you say that about Central America because I felt the same way. I've traveled quite a bit, but not much. But about 20 years ago, I went on a mission to Nicaragua with a group of doctors for that were working in the hospitals and the orphanages. And we like stayed in this hut with like you know, nets over our beds and no warm water. And, and it was amazing. And I just remembered that same exact feeling about how content everybody felt. They were all living in multifamily, small, one bedroom, one room units, but they were joyful. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in America, you're in Germany, different, but not so different. So I appreciate you saying that. So that probably was something that really opened up your eyes to the world and said, wow, I want to meet more people like this. Yeah. And it just sparked something in me. I was like, oh, I want to see the world and I want to see other things and how other people live and just experience something different than, you know, going to school, getting married, having the 2.3 children and the nice car. (laughs) Like that is not going to fulfill me. 
So you're blessed in a lot of ways that your parents saw that you could handle that and that you were independent and that they could send you to go do that. Like what a gift. Yeah. I think it's mainly my dad who made a lot of things possible for me. My mom probably would have liked me to stay closer to home, but they've both been really supportive of my life. So I'm super grateful. So that leads into our next question. Like, how did you grow up and how do you think that upbringing shaped you? I grew up in a small town in the south of Germany, a very, you know, tiny town in near the mountains, no crime, really nothing super exciting happening. So it was a beautiful upbringing. My dad worked a lot. I don't really remember seeing him all that much growing up, which did something to me because I always thought, okay, what's the point of working so much and making more money if you can't really enjoy it? Mm -hmm. My parents split up when I was 18. And that just enforced that because it was like, okay, you did all of that to support us and to make sure we're taken care of. But at the end of the day, you kind of neglected the fun part and the play part and the, you know, just being there and being a dad. And now, you know, it didn't really end in a very happy ending. So I always thought I want to enjoy life. And obviously I had like everything I could have ever wanted. And I'm so grateful for that, but money alone doesn't make you happy. And just working to make more money without being able to enjoy it, that's not the end goal. Exactly. And I'm trying to drill that sentiment into my 15 year old's head right now, you know, (laughs) that money doesn't make you happy. It doesn't solve your problems. Problems are always there, but, you know, it can help put a bandaid on it, Mm -hmm. you know, when need be. Yeah. Okay. So now what I want to do is like circle back to when you were living in Buenos Aires and you built a successful business and you appeared to be doing what you loved or what you thought was going to be your life's work. How did you settle on opening a restaurant in a foreign country and why? I've always loved food and I, you know, I worked in cafes when I was in school and really enjoyed that. Never really had much to do with the business side of things. And so I moved to Argentina. I went to language school to learn Spanish. And I met this guy. It was only two of us in the class. And we started dating. And he is from England. He just started hosting restaurant, like it's called closed door restaurants. So like hosting dinner parties at their apartment together with his best friend, who is a chef from Thailand. And yeah, I just kind of fell in love with him and the idea. And I really wanted to stay in Buenos Aires. I tried to apply for jobs and no one would take me and no one would give me an offer. So it was that moment where it's like, okay, either I go back to Germany or you've got to give me a job. And that's how it started. I started working with them for 19 months. We were just running dinners from our living room, having people come join us, eat with us, drink with us. It was so fun and just like an amazing time of my life, just being so free and just doing whatever, you know, it's like all in cash in hand, like definitely wasn't legal when we started out and then came to the point where we said like, okay, we have something here that's really cool that people really enjoy. We want to take it bigger. We want to make this a real thing. 
We want to, you know, put our business on the tourism map of Argentina. And that's how we got an investor and then, you know, turned it into a real restaurant, went legal. And that's kind of when all the problems started because then all of a sudden it was like, okay, now we have an investor that we have to make happy. We have a huge team that we have to pay every month. We have rent that we have to pay every month. So that was a very different experience then. You know, when you talk about it, your face lights up. Like I wish people could see it, like the sparkle in your eye. So I know that that was probably a really big pivotal moment for you. And you kind of took the term, which wasn't really a term back then, but scrappy. You guys got really scrappy and really created this amazing, iconic experience for people. And that was the beautiful part about it. And then when you did take it into like a structured linear, in the box kind of thing. It sounds like it. I know, I know because I've done it myself, you know, but it sounds like, oh, wow, this isn't as fun anymore. And also you're a free spirit. Yeah. So knowing that people were showing up for this experience and that there were almost no strings attached, it sounds like is where like the magic really was in those 19 months. Yeah, it was just that time of, you know, we were just kind of creating our own story. We were doing whatever we wanted to do. We were working really hard and just had, you know, money coming in and no responsibility and just, you know, go out for dinners whenever we didn't have a dinner on and just have so much fun. It sounds amazing. (laughs) I had a little bit of that after college, but not like living in a fabulous, you know, country like you were in, but that's really cool. So after five years, you know, it sounds like the responsibility got to you. Can you remember, or do you know what the defining moment was that helped you tap into your gut and say, I'm kind of done and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think I'm going to move and start an online platform. Like, where did that come from? This was 2016. The world was very different than it is today, five years later, in terms of what we have access to. And so where did that come from? Were you using Instagram in your business or? No, No. we we were using Facebook, Instagram, you know, I think, you know, it was kind of a thing, but not really a thing yet. And it actually kind of got forced up on me we had an offer to open a restaurant in Barcelona in Spain and basically moved over there for four months, doing all the market research, talking to chefs, finding a location. And I was really excited because I wasn't really happy anymore in Argentina. It was just too messy with the investor there. Things, you know, he wasn't that happy. The team was just too big and it was there was no balance and it kind of went from being fun and just doing what we wanted to just trying to make everyone else happy and not really taking much money home in exchange for all the work we were doing. So we got this offer to move to Barcelona, went there, everything sounded amazing. And then the day before we were supposed to sign the contracts, the investors pulled out and we had no money left. We had spent all our money thinking that we were going to get like, 50,000 euros or whatever to like start this new project. I flew back to stay with my mom 
my ex flew back to Argentina to take care of the business. I said, I'm not going back there. And I basically moved back in with my mom, was really unhappy. <laughs> and just, yep. you know, it was kind of like that moment where someone pulls the floor underneath your feet. And you're just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do now because I've never had a corporate job. I was mm, 29 at the time. And I just kind of felt like I'm just starting over now. I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to go back to Germany. I don't want to really get a job because I know what it's like to do your own thing and to be your own boss. And I talked to a friend who I went to school with, who's from Mexico, and he offered me a job at his creative agency in Cancun. And I was like, okay, wow. you know what? He could pay me $300 a month and give me a room in his house. And I just was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I moved That's there. Awesome. Yeah. It was just another stepping stone. You know, I moved there, I worked with him for five months. It was great. And then had the idea, like, I think I want to create an online course. I don't really like being in an office. I want to help entrepreneurs learn how to manage social media effectively and efficiently. And I started taking some online courses and was just like, you know what? I think I could create an online course. And so I just kind of started. <laughs> it's so incredible. I mean, obviously it's very different. I mean, we met because I, you know, got your online course last year, which has been incredible. It is still incredible. You continue to load and pack that thing with information when anything is updated or changed. You're so generous in that space. And I use it. My clients use it. You know, it is so intuitive and fantastic and emotional. But with that, it obviously didn't look like what it is today, five years ago. Can you tell me like one or two little things you started with that you saw that you were getting results with your, I want to say clients, students, you know, students, I guess, because these people were digitally buying this, correct? Yeah. So I started mm -hmm. out actually with the idea of creating an online course that would cover all social media platforms and that you could manage in 15 minutes a day. And which now I'm like, okay, that is probably a bit unrealistic, but I didn't know. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I started creating that. So I created an account on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And as I was creating this course, my Instagram account got a lot of traction and I grew to 10,000 followers in six months. And I really loved the community and the people I was just meeting on there and chatting with every day. So I kind of had this pivotal moment where I figured, okay, this is a platform that people seem to really be interested in. I was focusing on food entrepreneurs. So I was just looking at food porn all day. So I was like, okay, this is mm -hmm. great. All I have to do is be on this platform, look at amazing dishes of pancakes and smoothie bowls mm -hmm. and teach uh -huh. other people how to use hashtags and how to build relationships. So I launched my course the first time after six months of just kind of having that starting period and figuring things out. And I think I got 10 students the first time I launched it. And it was just that moment of, okay, people are buying this. Like it wasn't a very high ticket price, but it was just enough to keep me going. And then mm -hmm. those people started growing their accounts. I then moved to New York City and 
became friends with one of my students and her account grew to 10,000 within a matter of months. So it really was just like, okay, what I'm doing here is working and it's not just working for me. Somehow I'm able to teach this to other people and they seem to be getting results as well. So I'm going to keep going with this. That's amazing. And so you just kept refining it and refining it and refining it. And I know you're moving into, you know, like Instagram, your course is wonderful and it's highly regarded. And I know you've had tens of thousands of students walk through there and be a part of it. And another thing that you do, which I think is so incredibly generous and fabulous, aside from the private Facebook group, you do these monthly kind of Q and A's via Zoom, which is so amazing. And it's really I mean, I'm going to model that, you know, as I move into, you know, launching my stuff digitally, because I think it's so amazing. And even though it's 8 a.m. here in Los Angeles, I show up because whether I have a question or not, I get this incredible value out of the other questions that are being answered. And that's kind of like a little exclusive secret club for those of us that have purchased, like that's the bonus is that we get you via Zoom every month and with the forever changing landscape and reels now and now guides and oh my God, just everything, you're constantly simplifying it. And one of my taglines is simplify the complicated. I really feel like you were that person that did that for me with Instagram. Oh, thank you. I love how you taught a simple way to just identify hashtags and you know, in all these different other platforms or groups or masterminds or whatever that I'm in, no one did it that way. I think what's so great about this is that you were your first student. Yeah. And because it worked for you, you knew it could work for other people. And that's what I really want really this whole thing to be about, you know, these conversations to be about is that we all have something really special and unique inside of us. And it's really figuring out how to tap into that and to go to that place. And you've obviously done it. And I feel like it's just the beginning for you, but what do I know? (laughs) Okay. So that was five years ago. You were in Mexico. You moved to New York city. You've since moved back to Europe. You're living in Portugal, right? You're living in Lisbon, right? Correct. Yeah. And so would you feel like you were self-taught or were you following some other mentors or listening to other people on how they were kind of navigating this new space or was it just super intuitive for you? I think on Instagram, there was a lot of teaching myself and figuring things out on my own, but I always invested in myself. I know that the first investment I made was an online course on how to create online courses. And it was $500. And I remember calling my dad and asking, I don't know if I should do this. I don't really have that much money, but I think it will really help me. And I did it. And that helped me just, you know, have the framework to know, okay, these are the steps to follow. And then once I did that, I came across another coach just through a Facebook ad. And I ended up enrolling in one of her programs and then working with her for over two years. And she definitely was a huge influence on just how I show up online, uh, the confidence I've gained in myself, because back then I didn't really have the confidence in myself. And I wasn't sure whether I could do this. For the first two years of my business, I was making maybe $1,000 a month, some more, some less. 
And it just came to a point where I was not sure whether I could actually be really successful at this. And she Mm -hmm. saw that in me. And I think it's having someone like a mentor or a coach or, you know, some, even my mom sometimes is like, keep going. Like you can do this. There's something about you in that way that you don't see about yourself. And so having other people tell you is incredibly powerful because it's like, okay, they're seeing something in me that apparently I can't see myself, but I want this. So I'm going to continue just one more month, (laughs) you know, one more year, I'm going to give it all and see where I am then, because I can always go back. Like I can always get a job. I can always, you know, do something else. I'm listening to all of that because I feel like most of us and, you know, I'm a business advisor, you know, and a brand strategist, you know, for the past 10, 12 years, I've been working one-to-one and now I'm taking it into group spaces and digital spaces and all that kind of stuff, which is going to be interesting for me because I love the volley. Like I love this because I feel like we learn and grow so much. And I'm sure that that's what you got from your mentor. And it's always easier for us to see in other people what their zone of, as Marie Forleo says, zone of genius is before they can. So I think it's amazing that you had that woman because look at where you are today. I love what you're creating and what you've created and being a part of it. I think it's incredible. And you've really inspired me because I'm a marinator. I tend to take a long time (laughs) thinking about how this is going to work. But then when it kind of the circle closes, there's no stopping me. That's how it was like in my furniture business. And then when I started my food blog in 2008, before people were really doing that, it's the same thing. So I think what I admire in you is just that like, go for it where I'm like, hmm, cause I'm, I'm not super linear. I'm really creative, but I do overthink. So I love that, you know, you just were like, ah, I'm just going to like do this. It's great. So as we move forward here today, I like to do what's called, we all want to know, which is kind of like speed dating. We're going to go into these little speed dating questions right now. And it's just really off the top of your head. I want you to kind of answer because I think this will give people, you know, a bigger window into who you are and what makes you tick. So (laughs) are you ready? Okay. What vice has gotten you through quarantine and the last three quarters of 2020? Netflix. (laughs) Good one. Are you an AM person or a PM person? AM. Me too. Savory or sweet? Mm, Depends on the day. (laughs) So you're you're both. I'm both, yeah. Okay. What would be... Yeah, I know I'm the same. Uh, But I do prefer pretty much chocolate over anything else. (laughs) What would be the one thing that you could eat every day for the rest of your life? Pasta. Mm. I guess that makes me a savory person. (laughs) Mm. Or carbs, girl. You're a girl (laughs) after my own heart. I realize I'm such a carb lover. I wish I wasn't, but I am. What is the last show you binged or streamed? I watched, I started The Crown and before I've been watching The Blacklist. Mm. I love The Crown. I took me a really long time to get into it. I just did it in December, I think. Oh, really? It was so good. Who inspires you? My mom, definitely. It's so nice. If you could live anywhere in the world 
aside from Lisbon, where would that be and why? I think I would go back to Mexico just because I love the beach, the food, the people. It's a great country. I'm right there with you. Okay. As a digital marketer and online course creator, and as this person, like, what do you want to be known for in this space? I want to be known for inspiring women to create their own destiny independently of what society or their husbands or their families say. That's awesome. And lastly, what do you see for yourself in the next five years? Great question. I'm a like three months ahead planner. <laughs> I actually see myself settling in Portugal. Uh, I see myself having a home and having a group around me physically and just being loving what I do, continuing with my business, starting a, a second brand that's bigger, that's more of a community for women and not just my name and my face. Similar to where I am now, just more settled and making a bigger impact. I love that. I know you're going to do it. And I love being by your side and watching and being a part of it and you supporting me and always responding, whether it was a DM or a, a Facebook question, you're so generous. Like that's the one thing when I tell people about you, like not only are you amazing at what you do and this lane that you're in, but you're so incredibly generous in a way that is approachable and effortless. And I'm just so grateful to know you and to be a part of your community. Thank you so much. This means the world to me. Thank you. No, this is, this is awesome. And I know people are going to want to find you. We're going to create some show notes and put links to your program, Instagrams to success in there, as well as your Instagram and any other, you're going to send me some links, but in the meantime, where can people find you? Best places on Instagram at Carla Piesinger. I'm there all the time. <laughs> Too much probably, but send me a DM, slide in my DM, say hi. Let me know you have me on Susan's podcast. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. It's awesome. Thank you, Carla. This was so cool. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> Thank you. Isn't she just delightful? I adore her. Carla's program was one of the first online programs I invested in, and although it was hard to push that pay button, I'm so glad I did. Not only has it educated me on the do's and don'ts of Instagram, but over the past year and a half, I have gained a friend. Her monthly live Q&As are filled with lots of people from around the world, and the only way to gain access to that is by purchasing one of her programs. Her generosity and knowledge is a gift, and I hope that came through today. If you want to find out more about her programs and everything in between, check out the links in the show notes or DM me. Happy to share more. The biggest message I want you to take away today is that it's okay to put yourself first. When you start accepting and embracing that your wants, desires, and dreams do matter, everyone around you will follow suit. And if you're a mother, you're the role model. And what better way for you to show your offspring who they can ultimately become than by teaching by doing. I'm on a mission to disrupt the POV of women while teaching them how to tap into the resources they already have so they can remember what it's like to be in love with themselves. Thanks for stopping by today. If you have a question, 
drop it in the comments or find me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. And if you're ready to pivot, I've got a free resource you can download today to start moving you in the direction of where you want to go. You can find all the links in the show notes. See you next week.